Gordano! <laughs> this is uh, the podcast for Sorry Not In Service. Gordano! For the show that went out on the Seven. 7th of March, uh, the year of our Lord, 2014. And uh, there was um, <laughs> lots of exciting things that happened on it, and you shall be hearing but some of them. Yes, few of them. <laughs> Bye! Bye! This is Sorry Not In Service on 10 Radio with your, um, what would you call us, erstwhile hosts. Erstwhile? I don't know. <laughs> Where did you pull erstwhile from? I don't know. I've heard, I've heard like, grown-ups say it. No, you haven't. I have. You, where? Uh, big school. Oh, yeah, big school. The ones with the beards. That's the one. They get to wear, uh, like, uh, jumpers, not blazers, because <laughs> they're, the they're the big people. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, you're, you're here with uh, your erstwhile hosts. Uh, nice. Simon to the left and... Will. To the right, hello. To the far right. The far right. Hey, 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 we um, we have uh, as ever uh, we we're claiming to have a packed show for you this evening. Uh, what have we got here? <laughs> Nothing. <laughs> we have an extraordinary world exclusive interview with the thinking man's man. What's name is Simon what? Munnery. He's a comedian man. You may well have heard of him. Uh, he's he's spectacular. We saw him in Cardiff on Saturday night, and we held an extraordinary interview. He is lovely. It's kind of like Parkinson on. Uh, <laughs> Frank Bruno. <laughs> wow, <laughs> on acid. And um, we've. Um, I'm also going to be taking you through the wonders of editing later on. Uh, we're going to. We've got a brand new feature, which is uh, which have is we? exciting. Yeah, we have. So oh, look, do, look forward we? to that later. We're not going to uh, tell you what that is until uh, later. It's what going to be a secret. Uh, I've got a story from today. Discussion re Nikki Campbell the culmination of our Nicky Gordano uh, competition oh, yeah. and I've got here uh, a song that I'd like to play so right. packed as I'm sure you'll understand you'll understand the concept of something being packed dear listeners yes are we uh, are we ready to go with some uh, notes we are ready to go and uh, listeners I strongly advise you to avoid the advice of Mr Licklow as he sings cruel to be kind <laughs> <laughs> That was B -b 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 Bing Crosby there with Sonny's has Got a Given. Before there, of course, we had Nick Lowe with Cruel to Be Kind from the uh, Jesus of Cool album. Simon, do you have the Jesus of Cool album? No. Um, we're, we're struggling to think of a, uh, a subject for our listeners to email us in with. Not in the slightest. <laughs> <laughs> well, just about Hello. ten seconds uh, before the end of that song, uh, we, we, we uh, decided that maybe... Favorite teachers might be a kind of uh, a fun topic. Simon, who's your favorite teacher? Well, that's, the, that's just the problem. I don't know. You don't know? No, I mean you we had know. a history teacher was called uh, Mrs. Dalton Leggett, and she was she was lovely. Um, and but um, the problem is, quick, Mrs. Dalton <laughs> Leggett. Nice, thanks. And um, that was your uh, joke. The, 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 the German teacher was a lot of fun, but a bit scary. What um, did she teach? Germ German. <laughs> <laughs> The, uh, the 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 teacher that was full of uh, electrons and nuclei, <laughs> he, he taught science. <laughs> that doesn't even work. 
Shut up. Oh, there was only one teacher that was full of <laughs> electrons and nuclei. Full of. Yeah, full of. What did he have for breakfast? Electrons and nuclei. And Pretty much. Else. Yeah, and so he was ideally equipped to teach us to science. To science. To science. <laughs> into Yorkshire so anyway listeners um, that's the best we've got uh, and so um, email us in at uh, stu- studio at tenradio.org yeah, telling us all about your favourite teachers you can go to the website tenradio.org and uh, leave a message in the message box there or you could go to our website yes sorry not in service.com go yes. to the page that's called speak to it yeah and use the sort of message box function uh, Simon, Simon why would you do that <laughs> <laughs> I haven't a clue. I haven't a clue what sort of person would think that's appropriate, but we're about to find out with any luck. Uh, so uh, it's uh, it's 17 minutes past eight. It's 17 minutes past eight, and this is the who. <laughs> the who? The who? The who? a lot of people are sat at the moment in Brompton Ralph thinking, hey, these, these, these young bucks, these kids are all right. It's the who. Oh, see, it's the kids are all right by the who. We're back. And are they? Oh, uh, yes. Uh, Well, some are. Some are a pain in the ass. Um, Really? Yeah. I mean, that that maybe you know, if you are a teacher, perhaps uh, our hot topic this evening, if you remember, is who is your favourite teacher? Maybe you are a t-shirt. Maybe you are a t-shirt. Maybe you're a t-shirt. Maybe you are a t-shirt. Maybe you are a teacher, and uh, and you have, and you think, you know, some of these kids are all right, and you may have like some favourite pupils. So if Mate. you're a teacher, just like email in and say, yeah, my favourite pupil is uh, little Daphne over there. She's hey, wicked. Hey, may- maybe, maybe sometimes it's the pupils who who teach the teachers. Hey, it's unlikely. William, how's your? How's your how, 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 well, did what? you did you have any um, favourite teachers at all? I did. Um, one of my favourite teachers was uh, Mr. Tony Lashley. Oh, drama of drama. Yes, right. Okay. Yes, and an eagle-eyed viewer might be able to catch him fiddling in Sense and Sensibility. <laughs> he was in the film Sense and Sensibility, playing a fiddle. Yes, in a way. <laughs> <laughs> there was a fiddle in the room. He was certainly playing a fiddling. <laughs> So he was he was your favourite teacher because he fiddled. So um, I um I, I remember the name of the While German Rome teacher. Burned. Uh, the German teacher was Frau Clark. No uh, thanks, I've just eaten. <laughs> but she wasn't necessarily my favourite. <laughs> she was just German. She, no, she was alright. She was just German and Simon. And I mean, this is an incredible it. topic. It's a top topic. Have the emails been flooding in? Oh, bear in mind how I good a topic imagine, this is. I imagine they have. Yeah. So let's, uh, let's carry on imagining that they have <laughs> tenradio.org. <laughs> Good evening. We're talking about uh, teachers tonight, uh, Simon. Have you ever been taught by anything? Anything? <laughs> Well, yeah, I dare say, probably. I mean, you don't get to this level of sophistication without a certain amount of teaching by something. Sophistication without being taught by something. So, um, yeah, listeners, we want to know about your favourite teachers or or maybe your least favourite teacher. Email us, studio at tenradio.org. Hey, or go to the website. They don't even necessarily have to be uh, teachers recognised within the schooling system. Maybe people who just came in to talk in, in school. Right. Um, I'm going to try and jog on air Simon's memory about something. <laughs> right. Because I asked him whether or not he remembered this person, and he said no. Mr. Strange. 
Okay. No, still don't remember him. Still don't remember Mr. Strange. Mr. Strange came around to uh, primary schools mainly, and he would come into assembly and have an acoustic guitar, oh dear. and he'd have luminous pieces of paper, <laughs> and uh, they would not not just luminous, but you know, like <laughs> look at this yellow, <laughs> yellow D pink. major, but they. <laughs> And and on these pieces of paper, large pieces of paper, would be written the words of Jesus, and we would sing along, and he would play the music, and then he would hold up the the bright paper, and we'd all go, "We love Jesus, oh Jesus time here in school, Jesus." I don't I don't remember this. You don't remember Mr. Strange at all? No, I really don't. It was a very early bonding experience when I got to secondary school. <laughs> I thought you were going to say he was a really early bond agent. <laughs> a really crap one he's 008 <laughs> <laughs> license to sing about Jesus with his luminous paper we had a moment where, earlier on in, early on in secondary school where people still hadn't really moved outside the groups of primary school right and I think a guy called Hugh raised the subject of Mr Strange and his group and John Bartlett went Mr Strange <laughs> and at once everybody went yeah he came to our school <laughs> I re- thing. I really, I really, really don't. I mean, bear in mind that you know, three years your senior. Two so, and a half. Um, well, round it up. So, um, I would, um, I would imagine probably that I was uh, working in higher echelons of uh, public entertainment. <laughs> you were in the city at the time. <laughs> That's right. Busting balls. <laughs> no time for coloured cardboard. <laughs> Kicking some dough. Exactly. So no, I, I, regardless of whether you try to jog my memory off air or on air, my memory remains firmly. Unjogged. Well, ladies and gentlemen, do you remember Mr. Strange? Have you seen Mr. Strange? Is he outside your house right now? Check and then email in studio at tenradio.org. Here's Matt Berry with a song for Rosie. Simon, who's Rosie? Uh, I know several Rosies. Uh, there's a Rosie Coles. Big shout out to Rosie Coles. Uh, there's a Rosie Wilson. Big shout out to Rosie Wilson. And although we wouldn't call her this, uh, big shout out to Auntie Rosemary. Uh, there's uh, Rosie Ann Barr, who I think is an American uh, comedian lady. Uh, there's um, Rosie Tanner, I think. No, it's Elsie Tanner, isn't it? Um, Kissing our listeners on the ears. Uh, we've had an email in via the sorrynotinservice.com website. Lovely. Yeah, it's the future. And um, it's, yes. uh, it's from uh, uh, Joe Owen. Mm. And uh, I've not read it yet, so I'm going to uh, read it now, live on air. Uh, live reading on 10 Radio. Maverick. My least favourite person who came into school one day was a man, <laughs> figures, <laughs> who told me that every man strives to work. I believe that this man was the single most important influence on my subsequent lack of career, mainly due to my stubborn nature. Uh, sorry to keep emailing in, but I tend to be very unbusy on a Friday night, mainly due to my lack of career. <laughs> well, again, but Joe, you know, this, I mean, I don't, I don't mind. I mean, if you're listening, this is terrific yeah, news. You it's know. great to have some input. I, I couldn't give a monkeys about your lack of career. You're yeah, listening. <laughs> this is ideal for us, you know, a bit of company. Uh, Joe finishes the uh, email with... Uh, Mr. Strange is probably outside my house now. I'm trying to decide whether to let him in. What do you think? 
uh, almost certainly let him in. Yeah, you could drum. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Joe, you, you could drum. He can... Um, uh, th- William's just doing an example of uh, drumming here. And... Uh, <laughs> and Mose is probably going to a party. Oh, why not? Mohammed as well. Away fable. So, um, you know, Joe, let him in. Yeah, let him into your life. <laughs> yeah, get that uh, guy in. It's, uh, <laughs> so that was a top teacher chat on Ten Radio. That was top teacher chat. Uh, remember, you got the we've got the interview with Simon Munnery coming up probably in what do you reckon? I don't know, probably about. 10, 12 minutes. So if uh, if 15, you are at home listening, uh, then uh, call up all your friends, have them sit round the wireless, cross-legged, glass of milk, biscuit, listen to the interview. Jesus songs. And uh, this is now a song. Ooh, is uh, it? And it's track number five on CD1, which goes like uh, the clappers. Go back to your scold sounds. course that was the uh, the pavement band really with their, their song by the name of gold sounds and um, we've actually got content william we have many content which is uh, exciting because we- the uh, email system had crashed and uh I needed to just turn it off and turn it back on again. <laughs> uh, that's what uh, sort of like uh, tech techie people say, isn't that's it? That's what you have to do with a nuclear so, um, website. We're just going to catch up with our uh, our beautiful listeners. Submarine <laughs> I'm here from uh, Smithy, uh, my favourite. Fa- sorry, I was my, my, my favourite teacher was teacher, because he taught me everything I know. Uh, Smithy taught like a uh, cake. As so, cos, he's well, he's written cos, but he's put an apostrophe before it, suggesting that he did pick up some things from a teacher, capital T. But uh, message there from Smithy, and didn't didn't enjoy that one too much because of the. Uh, Spelling. Um, this is in from, uh, I believe this is in from our mother. Looks who like art near Devon. Joanne B. Her name. Uh, thy, um, thy email come. <laughs> thy words be, be said, said done. Brackets done. Uh, in Wivy as it is in um, uh, Salford. Oh. Uh, Mum says, Sister Bridget was a very sweet, kind lady who taught history at school. Such a kind, gentle lady. Until she was on a hockey pitch, and then she became an assassin in a habit, wielding a hockey stick. Actually, that's quite important that Mum sort of um, puts that bit at the end, that she became an assassin in a habit, wielding a hockey stick, not just sort of going... Just an actual assassin in a habit. Going ape on uh, the pitch. Uh, Another one uh, is uh, from our youngest brother, Richard. Uh, Big shout-out to the Richard. Uh, Simon, even I remember Mr Strange. I'm semi-ashamed of you. Though he is outside, he looks like he's holding a giant yellow sign with the name Jesus in bold. He keeps ducking behind a bush. Any suggestions (laughs) on what to do about him? Now, that's quite extraordinary, given the content of Joe Irwin's message. (laughs) And especially seeing as Richard's appears to have been sent at pretty much exactly the same time that we're reading Joe's out. So either Joe's hanging out with Richard, or Mr Strange is in two places at once. How curious. How strange! <laughs> uh, ladies and gentlemen, if you are if if you uh, are outside and you see Mister Strange, do not approach, uh, lest you want to. Uh, Keep this him is to um, your left and walk around him. Walk around him, but keep him to your left at all times. Gently increase the radius until such a time as you are beyond the reach of his Jesus talons. Uh, this is uh, a cover of the Animal Collective song My Girls by the 80s pop group Tears for Fears. Festival. 
Kablam. Kablam. Uh, that was, uh, of course, uh, Kiss Proof. But, oh, it's still going on. Yep, just a bit. Uh, three, two, one. Quite and enough of that. Um, Stop. That was Kiss Proof by uh, Autolux, and before that was an exciting cover version of Animal Collective's My Girls by uh, Tears for Fears, mm. which was amazing. Now, listeners, it's the moment you've all been waiting for. Uh, it's the interview section of the show. All been waiting for during the show, or all their lives? All their lives. It's extraordinary. Uh, it's, uh, William and I met uh, Simon Munnery, top comedian funny chap in Cardiff on Saturday night. And uh, discussed a, bit, a few things with him, didn't we, Will? Yeah. Well, I did. Um, William was feeling a little bit... How would you describe your mood at the time? Uh, quite distracted. I'd been awake for a bit too long, having done quite an early shift that day. And, you know, I went more or less straight from work. And I I, I said practically nothing. Afterwards, I, I rationalised it in my own head by saying that I was basically being Simon's in a monologue. <laughs> And we'll, uh, we'll be discussing my inner monologue during this interview later on in the show. Uh, just a quick heads up, um, there's um, some curse words. Yes. So if you're near children, uh, just block their ears. And just keep uh, away from them. Um, with whatever you've got to hand. Pick up your broadcasting and station and run, <laughs> scream away from them, <laughs> shouting no, no, no. Uh, what else do we need to tell them? Uh, I think everything is pretty much uh, explained uh, during uh, the jingle. We'll see you shortly. Will we? It is interview time here on 10 Radio. Simon and William meet a kind of comedian guy. He is called Simon Marnery. He is a funnery man. The interview took place after his latest show. It is called File, which is F-Y-L-M. It's really good. You should definitely go. He does it through a camera. I, I should probably explain that. Um, he's uh, he sat in the audience and uh, he's got a, a desk in front of him and a camera... Uh, pointing towards whatever he's, up, he's doing at, at his seat and everything he does is projected onto a big screen that's uh, in front of the audience and um, it's, it's extraordinary, it's brilliant, there's animations, there's jokes, there's music, go and check it out. So without, uh, without any more ado, uh, we'll, uh, we'll go to the interview. This has been the interview jingle from Sorry Not In Service. You're listening to Ten Radio. Ten Radio. This is definitely how jingles should work, isn't it, Barry? Yes. Thanks, Barry.
interview. So, um, Gordano, this is Simon. Gordano, this is William. And uh, Gordano, this is uh, Simon Munnery. Hello. How are you doing? Good. All Excellent. Right, not bad, getting worse. Well, we'll just uh, we'll, we'll make the most of it now before you yeah. get really bad. We've just seen your wonderful show, Film. Oh, thank you. Uh, and it was terrific. Um, but we'll get the sort of the, the, the normal question out of the way. Tell us about the show, Simon. Take that one off. Well, uh, my theory is the camera amplifies the face in the same way the microphone amplifies the voice, and the camera is an instrument that should be used, well, it definitely could be used by live performers. That is, there's something absurd about the microphone. Uh, even the smallest comedy club, there'll be a lot of microphone and 30 people in a room. You don't need a microphone for 30 people in a room, but it, it, it's something about it. It's an instrument. Mm -hmm. A singer, you can, it allows you to... Uh, uh, speak very softly but still be heard by everyone. Well, the camera's the same thing, it amplifies the face, so you can do a tiny gesture and uh, everyone can see it. Mm -hmm. So uh, it helps people with uh, not very good vision, that, that affects me as a, as a glasses wearer. I, you know, so it's just something I've stumbled on and I'm going to keep stumbling along <laughs> doing it until, um, until I decide otherwise, you know, or, or, or it works. Fantastic. Well, I, I for one say it works. Hands up, you think it works? Yeah. So there's three, three, that's four, three. Great on the radio. four out of six people <laughs> who agree that it works. <laughs> Show of hands. Um, so, um, I mean, presumably this is kind of a new... Th well, I've never seen it before. Um, no, it's the sort of thing you'd think someone would have done before. Mm -hmm. yeah. But as far as I know, no one has. But I haven't researched it. So <laughs> I, I'd really be upset if I found out someone did it in the 60s and it, it went brilliantly for a couple of years and then they realised it was an absolutely ultimate, <laughs> fundamental flaw. <laughs> You're going to come across. Yeah, yeah. OK. Um, so, but, I mean, presumably the first time you actually did it in front of an audience, I mean, that must have been pretty chaotic. Yeah. yeah, yeah. First time, yes. Um, I just, it was a year, not last August, not last July, but the July before that. That's when I first did previews of it, and um, it varied. Like sometimes it would take the, the whole show would be half an hour, and sometimes it'd be an hour, and I had no idea. And, I, <laughs> and because I had to record them all, because if I didn't record, uh, it went on the camera, cheap camera, went onto an advert for itself. Right. It on okay. Pause yeah, for yeah, long yeah. Enough, It just yeah. goes into this mode. Yeah. So I had to record them, and I, I just dumped them off. And uh, I never looked back on it, but I did notice how long the files were. And, uh, <laughs> that one's half an hour, but that's the same material, and it's something to do with you have to relax doing right, it. Okay. Uh, that and lo loads of little things I've learned, like where to be in the room. Like in Bedford, I did a, a preview and it, you know, didn't didn't go very well. But they quite enjoyed it. I was talking to people afterwards. Oh, you enjoyed it, but he said we weren't laughing. Well, yeah, <laughs> were, were you looking at the screen? Not really. No, we were looking at you. At the, I was at the bottom of a rake, right? So that yeah. I was kind of. The whole point is to not disturb what you're trying to do. So you want people to look at the screen. They can turn their heads a little bit and look at what you, you fiddling around. Yeah. But the aim is that you look at the screen. If you are. Uh, distracting from the screen by your presence. So I, I did a, something a bit similar about uh, 12, 13 years ago um, where I used to do 10 minutes off stage talking into a camera uh, and then come on and continue talking into a camera and it was in a sword format. <laughs> it's uh, a sword format. But um, that, the thing is, although it sort of works on different levels, you know, like, oh, what, are we looking at the screen, are we looking at you? Actually, it's just confusing. There's no, there's no reason to do it. And so that my tiny, tiny little step forward is so, no, get yourself off the stage right. and project the whole thing onto onto the screen. Stuff. Well, it, it certainly. I did notice that actually this evening. It was, it was very strange that people were sort of like nervously laughing. It was, you know, normally. I mean, we've seen before. <laughs> <laughs> no, 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 don't take it wrong. It's brilliant. It's brilliant. <laughs> it, no, they laughed out of terror, mainly. <laughs> it, it was very strange because I mean, there was. You, People were really enjoying it, but they were sort of like internalising it a bit more, like you would if you were watching TV. It was, oh, it was strange. Really? So I, I wonder whether or not 
You being there, I'm really struggling now. Uh, yeah, I've, yeah, I've said something that probably yeah. I shouldn't have done, and now I'm going to work my way out. Of it. You can go on. So I'm going to go with one of my. Dig, dig. No, no, no. <laughs> bail out quickly. I'm going to bail out quickly. Um, what, we, what we sometimes do, Simon, if things are going badly, like just then, is we might ask questions from Smash Hits magazine from oh, the early 80s. Okay, yeah. All right. Okay, uh, green so, is my favourite colour. Well, no, mm, no that's. No, that's question three, four, and five, so oh, we'll, we'll miss these. These were asked to David Coverdale of White Snake. Oh, all right. right. Okay, so um, it's going badly, so I'll ask one of these. Okay. Where do you buy your trousers? Uh, my wife buys them. Lovely. Okay, well. I'm not sure where. She, <laughs> <laughs> she has a source of wine. Why? Okay, thank you, Will. Okay. Will's got that one down. Uh, where are your four houses? Uh, my four houses. Um, well, they've. Uh, well, my four houses. Um, my last four houses are in uh, <laughs> Tottenham, uh, Australia, and uh, Bromham, and Purton Hall. That's the last four places I've lived. I, I don't have four houses, to be honest. I'm not. Okay, well, that's, that's, that's fine. That's fine. No problem. Club Zarathustra. Club. Club. Two U's. Two U's. W. What was it? Uh, it was a, an experiment. It was a, an idea. It was a, a group. I got a group of people together, and we um, set up a club to do things other than stand up. Right. Okay. And it sort of developed into a, a kind of. It was a millennium project. That's what it was. Not government funded. No. No. There was, there was <laughs> the rural pond. We used to do. So we started off as a club. Like the one year I didn't go to Edinburgh, I set up this club, and we got involved. And we uh, so sketches and the league against team, which is the character used to do as sort of host of it, was kind of. Uh, Mr. Loser's Revenge on the World, um, abuse of the audience, tension and scum, you're nothing, absolutely nothing. Used to, um, whatever money we raised, I used to burn in front of the acts. Nice. <laughs> <laughs> not, not all the time, but uh, we, people used to leave, well, a couple of times someone leapt, a woman leapt out of the audience. To, no, don't do that. <laughs> just, 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 so it was experimental. We had a, a band used to play with uh, each instrument in a different corner of the room to give you that quadraphonic Right, theme. okay. So, um, yeah, it was sort of an anything goes kind of a uh, bit of fun, really. Because am I right thinking that it, there was, it was at the time there, there was plans to move on to television? Is that right? No, yeah. Then we did it as a show in Edinburgh, uh, and then it got a pilot, I think, for Channel 4, so they put a quarter of a million quid into it. I remember sitting on the 73 bus thinking, fuck, I've got a quarter of a million pounds to spend on hats. Um, <laughs> or burn. And I did. No, not. <laughs> yeah, no, hats, much more important. Uh, so um, they made the pilot and then they just didn't decide. That's what happened. They didn't go, no, yes, this went... Uh, so nothing happened. Um, and then everyone, you know, all the different people in it went off to do different things. So, um, they all went off to startlingly good careers. Um, and then... Then we, I think we did it again, or was it the second time? We did it twice anyway in Edinburgh. But, fantastic, well, you've answered my question there, so I'm, I'm happy with that. Um, equally, can you tell us about, I heard something about a restaurant performance in Edinburgh. It's a, it's a thing, it's called La Concepta, it's a conceptual restaurant, it's a restaurant. The tagline to it is, all the rigmarole of haute cuisine without the shame of eating. <laughs> so, it's like, the theater, restaurants are theatre anyway, like, you know, the backdrop and the, the waiter. So, basically, it's a one-man show for eight people at a time. It started off as four people at a time, or two people, and then, uh, then it was four people, and then, in its state that it is now, um, I've got it. It fits in a suitcase, which is my criterion uh, for this that. show, <laughs> which is uh, slightly larger. But um, so it fits in a suitcase, and uh, I set up a sort of abstract space, like in a, in a field, ideally, with a, a collapsible proscenium arch, 
uh, copyright trademark patent applied for, um, with the words La Concepta hanging from it, and I stand there as the maitre d', and I welcome you, and then uh, I transform into the waiter, and there's a, there's a menu, and, there's, and what we serve is art rather than food. So you get a dish, which is a, there's a, a performance attached to it, or there's something to think about, or something to do. So there's these different dishes, for example, um, uh, absence de mango, uh, sweet, juicy mango fruit suddenly removed. Mm, just the thought of it. <laughs> so, for example, that's one. Uh, anyway, so there's, there's, um, there's all the ring of, of you know menus and choosing and, and things being brought to you. And you'd think, you'd, basically you do a show for eight people, you think, well, that's going to be tough. But it sort of works because we're sort of familiar with the format right. of uh, the restaurant mm. and, and sitting down and someone bringing you a thing. And, um, but it's very fragile, not very fragile, not as fragile as I thought it might have been, but um, when it goes wrong, it does go wrong. As in, uh, you probably wouldn't notice if you were in it, but sometimes it's been the most brilliant thing I've done it like, like wow like the laughter when everyone gets aboard occasionally you'll get someone who's uh, not so pleasant um, uh, it just doesn't quite understand what's going on uh, or you can just get like eight people who are just sort of quietly giggling to themselves and there's no atmosphere to it but um, <laughs> but I'd say eight out of ten performance of it have gone well uh, and I did it like but to, to make money out of it or you know enough to live on you have to do it like five six times a day so it was, uh, I did it for a month in Carnaby Street in a disused shop and um, I, I, it started off as it was about f I, I imagine it would be about 40 minutes mm. but it, it extended to about 50 and then I had about six minutes to just set everything up again and then oh fuck outside <laughs> and then uh, oh, in again and by the end I'd done that like six hours yeah. I used to I had so much adrenaline I used to run to the tube <laughs> get home bottle of red wine just to just to null me out and then get up and go do it again um, so that's, so it almost sounds month. like working in, in a restaurant yes I have a lot of sympathy I did feel like a restaurateur as well, you know, like other people there restaurant. There was a, a restaurateur, you know, we used to sort of, we were at the same place every day at, yeah. at five o'clock, setting up, you know, say hello to each other. Yeah, I, I think I had more work, because it was just me. You know, yeah, of course, know. yeah. Um, Favourite Wham record? Uh, oh, that's a good one. Yeah, uh, well, that was one for um, David Coverdale wait, of White Snake. Wake me up before you go there, yeah, that's good, isn't it? Uh, uh, I am very uh, Wise guys realise there's danger in emotional ties. <laughs> That comes back to me. That's better than the original in many ways. Yeah, yeah, yeah that's good. Was, well, thank, thank you. Uh, what have you got in your pockets? Uh, <laughs> phone, keys, to, no, uh, phone, keys, um, false nose. False nose? Yeah. Do you, haven't you got a false nose? I haven't, no, I've just got the, I've just got the normal <laughs> one. That's, that's brilliant. Yeah, you know, uh, purpose yeah, made. And that will get you into exclusive, Most clubs. exclusive clubs and, <laughs> and whatnot. Brilliant. Well, is, it, is that a London thing? Is that like a South East thing? Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Very, very London. We don't have it in the South West. No, no, no. no. Okay, oh, wow. Yeah, yeah. Tell the others. No, I will. <laughs> I will. It'll get you into <laughs> places. Really? It gets you into places, yeah. We, we had to pay to get in here. Oh, not with the false nose you want. No, no, straight <laughs> in. You know, front of the queue. So, so. South East types, you've got the lot, haven't you? Yeah, yeah. Incredible. Folks' noses. Yeah. <laughs> Tour dates. Have you got any more shows coming up? Where and when? Uh, two weeks in London, starting next week at the Leicester Square Theatre. And then Edinburgh, Glasgow, a couple of weeks off. Newcastle, finished. Wrapped up. Lovely. Yeah. I, think I, I think that's it. Back, back to one of your four Oh, no, there's one more. Southampton. 
They might be new, newish. Bristol. Newish. Yeah. Bristol. Sorry, I forgot. Bristol. Bristol. Yeah, coming to Bristol. Yeah, Bristol. Uh, at the tobacco factory. Or no, no, Head and Chickens. I'm not sure which is. And it's in Bristol anyway. So, yeah, that's it. Anyway. And we're going to have a, a DVD of, 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 of this of file? This one? I hope, I, well, the man. I guess the, the man's man's to our yeah, yeah. Probably be Hopefully. Yeah. Definitely, yeah. Fantastic. We're just talking well, about that far. where it's going to be recorded. <laughs> we don't know yet. Right enough. Yeah. Just chatting about that now. Landon. Could be Bristol, couldn't it? Could be Bristol. Could be Bristol. Could be Bristol. Newcastle. Newcastle. So it's fair to say, then, <laughs> that uh, there will be more shows, and our listeners should definitely go to them and uh, then buy a DVD and then more DVDs. That should probably be the take-home message. Yeah, or not. Or not. It's available on GoFasterStroke, I believe, dot com. And have you got any O-levels? Loads. Loads. Lovely. Well, this has been Simon William from Sorry Not In Service talking to Simon Munnery. Thank you very much, Simon. Thank you very much. Thank you, Simon and William. It's been a real pleasure. Which one of you is the Simon? I'm the Simon. Oh, bless you. No, no, no. He's the outsider to our little club. Robot Rock? Robot Rock, you say? Yes. So that was uh, the Daft Punks with uh, Robot Rock, and before that was our wonderful interview with uh, Mr. Simon Munnery. You say our wonderful interview. <laughs> My wonderful interview with Simon Munnery. <laughs> and uh, if, you, uh, if you like Bail the sound out. of that, then uh, <laughs> then go to uh, simonmunnery.com and have a look and see where he's playing. Uh, if you're in the uh, southwest, I can recommend going to the wonderful Tobacco Factory Theatre in Bristol on the... 30th of March. That's right, and checking him out there. It, it really is a, a sight to behold. It's, it's properly extraordinary. Also, I, if if that doesn't really catch it for you, I would suggest wandering along to Go Faster Stripe and picking up the DVD of the previous show using the same technology because I think it might be one of the best comedy DVDs I've ever seen. It is, it is absolutely amazing, yeah. I can't, yeah. And actually, if you go to gofasterstripe.com and find uh, the existing DVD, File Macca, then um, there's like clips there. Go and check it out. It's it's brilliant. Um, I just want to sort of call back to the interview a little bit because mm. the interview took uh, 15 minutes 45 seconds. Uh, you were there. Well, you you'll remember this. Yeah. Um, but the interview that we just broadcast uh, takes 12 minutes. That interview was edited mm. uh, by yours truly uh, because there were a couple of moments that that fell foul of our usually high standards of uh, journalistic and broadcasting. Uh, areas um, none more so than the following I, I want to sort of explain this slightly uh, Simon Munnery makes a comment about uh, a, a show that uh, he did in Edinburgh many years ago called Club Zarathustra and um, I while he was talking about it he said that it was a millennium project and in my head I'd said to myself oh that's like government funded and I found that very funny what I said what I thought in my head while he was talking and I let out a laugh so I laughed at something that I'd thought of in my bonds without letting anybody else around the table sort of know what I was laughing at. It wasn't like a little chuckle. It was a little bit like this. A group, I got a group of people together and we um, set up a club to do things other than stand-up. Right, OK. And it sort of developed into a, uh, a kind of... It was a millennium project. <laughs> <laughs> right, OK. That's what it was. Not government-funded. No, no, there was... There was, there was <laughs> Yeah, so um, so that's um, that's the noise that I made. I in my head, I I thought 
government-funded millennium project, Club Zarathustra. That's funny. <laughs> <laughs> or more specifically. <laughs> <laughs> right, okay. Oh, uh, yeah, I know. It wasn't, it wasn't my best moment, but no. thanks to the wonderful world of editing, it sounded a little bit like this when you heard it. I got a group of people together and we um, set up a club to do things other than stand-up. Right, okay. And it sort of developed into a uh, <laughs> kind of... It was a millennium project. <laughs> That's what it was. Not government-funded. No, no. There was... There was, there was <laughs> Now that is seamless. Yes. Yes. <laughs> By seamless, what you mean <laughs> yeah. is that it was a kind of a ragged gap there. <laughs> there was. There was. So uh, so there we go. Um that's yeah, uh, just yeah. you know, Phil need to be upfront and honest about that. I mean looking back it it, it was quite funny. <laughs> <laughs> right, but, okay. But maybe not that funny. <laughs> So, uh, I think it was exactly that funny. <laughs> it was just the, it was just the moment of quiet after I did it, and then I immediately realised that I'd laughed at something that I'd thought about, and there was just this silence. I uh, yeah, <laughs> I, do, I do remember that moment. That was one of the reasons that I just didn't pipe up at all. It's because I just backed down. Went no, this, this is broken now. <laughs> don't I don't like. <laughs> right. Okay. Right, okay. Right, okay. <coughs> Moving on. Uh, here's some pop music. William, you chose them. What's this? Oh, I didn't. Did you not? Oh, no. have we not chosen any pop music? No. Oh, dear, that's not good, is it? Shall I just press play and see what happens? Well, what CD is that? I have no idea. Four minutes three. Okay, how quickly... That's my doorbell. We played that. We played that, Yeah, we? we played that. I don't want that. What about this one? We probably played it. What does this one sound like? I oh, know. We played that. Oh, that was awful. That was a disastrous occasion. One, two, three... Yeah, we played that. No, I don't want four, five, no, five, six, seven. This is only a minute long. Yeah, I know. The courteous kind. I'd probably say. This sounds quite good. What's this? Right, this is Spoon on Ten Radio. Well, that was certainly the Spoon Band, wasn't it? That was certainly the Spoon Band uh, with Don't You Ever from the album Gar, 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 Gar. Well, I certainly do. Listeners, <laughs> <laughs> um, <laughs> you may remember on our last show we uh, we had uh, our latest competition venture. You are permitted to remember. And uh, <laughs> and uh, it was about uh, the word Gordano. Gordano. And uh, th- which was um, which was which was good. And um, we we asked you to tell yes. us what Gordano means to you. And uh, we had uh, we, we we doubled our entrance from the first competition we did. We had two entrants, so exponentially going up. Um, Next time we'll have four. Yeah, we won't. No, <laughs> that's uh, not going to happen. So uh, we've got two entrants, and we're going to pick our favourite of these two. Uh, the first one is from Yoda. Uh, which reads Gordano means to me hours spent gradually sliding into depression oh this is getting murky Uh, gradually sliding into depression having been dropped off there whilst hitchhiking Uh aha it was known throughout the country as the worst place to get a lift usually your only options to get out were walking into Bristol or death Uh, then in brackets he's put there are several graves in one of the grassy banks there are actually are there? yes Oh, okay. Dinosaur graves? No way. Yes, way. Oh, okay. Fair enough. And um, very much way. Well, do you want to just read out the, uh, the 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 second entry there from from John Lyon of Ten Radio? John Lyon. Uh, Gordano apparently means dirty valley. Therefore, calling the place Gordano Valley really means dirty valley valley. Which um, which is informative and entertaining. So um, entertaining, em- entertaining, <laughs> entertaining. So uh, so there we go. So we've got to just, uh, so pick, pick, a, pick a dirty valley. 
we've got to pick um, a first and a second place uh, for the, from these two. Um, I think for educational purposes, I mean, they're both quite educational. They are pretty educational. I would guess... Right. I don't actually know whether Gordano genuinely means Dirty Valley. <laughs> so you think it could be a lie? Well, I think it's possible it is. We seem to be just be taking this <laughs> just from one person who said it. Have you researched this? No. You looked up the etymological I saw, I saw it on the internet. <laughs> What's the cleanest valley you can think of? That's a good point. How clean is your valley? <laughs> Coming to BBC Four. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, OK. All right, well, all right. Well, let's all award first place to uh, the first entrant, Yodar. And uh, second place to John Lyon. Uh, so that's ten points to Yodar, six points to John Lyon, which means at the moment in our wonderful competition, in joint first place is uh, Barry, and uh, Yodar, and um, in second place, oh, they've both got ten points. Second place, John Lyon with six. After this next song, there will be the next competition. There certainly will. And this next song, Simon, is a cover of. Have you ever heard of the band The Rolling Stones? No. Goodbye. State, state, Simon, because there is an important moment mm. in cultural history that you must acknowledge. Right. Have you ever heard of the woman Aretha Franklin? Yes. Yes. Now, are you familiar with Aretha Franklin's method for uh, getting out real emotion in a song? Uh, just probably sort of bottling it up. Nope, not in the slightest. What she does right, is scream, having made the sound that you would expect a cat to make whilst it was eating a toffee. <laughs> now, listeners at home... I want you to picture a cat eating a toffee. Think about the kind of <laughs> face that it would pull. <laughs> the sheer concentration, the joy of the sugary explosion, but the <laughs> <laughs> whilst listening to Aretha warming up in this song, because it's quite an extraordinary comparison. Enjoy. Where are you? There you are. Uh, Aretha Franklin uh, with the Rolling Stones uh, with their song No she wasn't with the Rolling Stones Oh was she not? No she's just covering it Oh was she? Oh, in her basement Dark Flash Hoss Goss 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 Ladies and gentlemen it's time for our latest competition and uber new feature Audio Pictionary Audio Pictionary Sing it loud and sing it proud This is definitely a good idea Any similarities between the board game Pictionary and our game Audio Pictionary are purely coincidental If you own Pictionary and think otherwise sue us That's right listeners, we are going to be playing Audio Pictionary on your asses and ears uh, So uh, the way it's going to work is I'm going to uh, describe, well I'm going to tr try and get William to draw something but using the power of my voice and his ears mm. uh, and uh, we'll see if he gets it right it's going to be a reet laugh as if I'm a kind of animus yes uh, exactly now listeners mm. what we'd like you to do because uh, this is a, uh, a, a multi-layered game is, um, is draw along so fetch yourself a pen and a paper. We'll be doing three rounds, so if you missed the first one, don't worry, you can catch up. Grab a pen and a paper Grab and just sort of paper, follow just my it. instructions. And what we'd like you to do 
is uh, photograph these and send them to us um, via the website or uh, by Facebook. Just post post but these pictures by up. our website, not Ten Radios. No, uh, sorry, not in service dot com or com or, uh, or or via <laughs> Facebook, uh, Facebook dot com forward slash sorry not in service Ten Radio, and we will be picking our favourites, and they will earn points towards our grand prize, which may or may not be some sorry not in service stationery. Ooh. So audio speed chess, William. Yes. Uh, a sort of an oval shape. An oval shape. Okay. And I want four lines coming down from the bottom of it. Okay. And then I'd like a uh, kind of an oval, but facing sort of uh, the other way up uh, to the right of it. Okay. Right. And then I'd like to do a line coming out of the oval on the other side from where you just drawn. Okay. Got that. Right. And then uh, I'd like you to put some whiskers on one of the ovals, on, on the smaller oval. Put some whiskers on there. Whiskers? Whiskers, yeah. And a kind of a face on there as well. So that's the first round. And uh, let's, uh, let's, see what, let's see what you've got. What do you think that is, William? William? Is it me? <laughs> Let's have a look. <laughs> Is that me? <laughs> right, okay. Yeah, I think it is. No, it was meant to be a cat. <laughs> it doesn't look anything like a cat. It does look exactly like you. <laughs> oh, brilliant. Audio fiction is going well. If only just for the two of us, but then what else is this for? Oh. Um, <laughs> next one. I would like you to draw... What's that supposed to... Oh, I suppose... Uh, um, draw draw a, uh, a, a big square. A big square? Yes. Okay. I've drawn right. a big square. And then I'd like you to draw a, uh, a sort of a wavy line underneath, but it's sort of like a thick at the top and sort of uh, tapers towards the end. All right. So we got that. Okay. Uh, I'd like you to draw uh, a rectangle above the square. Okay. All right. And then um, what else do I want you to do with this? Um, I'd like you to draw a door just to the sort of centre of the house. Oh. It's a house, is it? <laughs> <laughs> Draw the door. Uh, so it's going to be in in the in the <laughs> in box. The, in the box. Yeah. Right. Okay. In the main bit of the house. Right, okay. <laughs> Audio pictionary on ten radio, and uh, not pictionary. <laughs> and then uh, put some windows on it. Put some. Okay. Yep. Got it. And let's on have a look. the door or the house. No, on the house. Just a moment. Just put some windows on it. Yep. And play along at home, listeners. Remember, windows on. We it. want to see your pictures. Of course, if you're listening to the podcast, you can also join in. Now, it just occurs to me, Simon, should you actually be saying what it is that we're drawing at the end? What do you mean? Well, I mean, doesn't it give the game away a bit when you went, it's a cat? <laughs> I didn't say it was a cat. You did say it. Well, Only did. after you stopped drawing. Yeah, but yeah, but people at home could just wait until you said, by the way, just draw a cat. <laughs> I haven't thought this through, Simon. <laughs> Shut up. And round three of our wonderful what new was feature. was the wavy line? Oh, that was a path. What's the rectangle <laughs> above the square? <laughs> Chimney. What? You didn't say it had to be attached. 
What does your house look like with that chimney on it? <laughs> it looks like a pixelated cloud's arrived. <laughs> well, listeners, I hope you're faring better than the... Uh, really going to about swear then uh, to the left of me. And um, the final one is... Uh, William, I'd like you to... Don't name it. Okay, fine. I'd like you to draw... Yeah. Uh, what do I want you to draw? An oval shape. Okay. It's quite heavy on the ovals, isn't it? Just a bit. Okay, then a bigger oval underneath. Okay. Sort of longer. L longer. Yeah, no, is it too late? It's too late. Okay, we'll fine, no worries. Carry on. Uh, I'd like you to draw uh, two um, lines coming out of the sides. Okay. Okay. A big sort of uh, colour in sort of like a big uh, lump, uh, a, a sort of an area up at the top. And then a, a, another colour in another lump uh, on between the two ovals. Okay. And then what I would like you to do is, uh, you know where you've got those lines on either side of the um, yeah. bigger oval? Uh, I'd like you to do uh, one line coming down from one of them, from one of the lines. And then kind of a semicircle under that line. And then a rectangle under the semicircle. Okay, any guesses? <laughs> no! Let's have a What's look. That supposed to Let's have be? a look. Are you sure you're finished? Yeah, I'm finished. Yeah, that's it. That's it's <laughs> <laughs> you holding a briefcase. <laughs> that's me holding a briefcase. Well, I mean, this isn't fun for anyone else. If you've got a song lined up. <laughs> So, but this is no fun for anyone because they can't even see what you're laughing about. Oh, I'm going to put this up on Facebook and then everyone will see what I'm laughing about. I don't see what's so funny. It's just a picture. It's not even a... What's the semicircle? What's the shaded area at the top? That's your hair. But it's not even attached to the oval. <laughs> That's not my problem. <laughs> Time for an advert, Will? Yes. Hey you, got no problem with books? Then try... Waterstones! Fiction. Copy. Graphic novel. Sherlock. One of those loyalty card systems. Waterstones.
Wow, so uh, that's a word up to your Waterstones there. Yes, it Thank is you indeed. very much for that message, Waterstones. Um, listeners, we've been sort of debating whether or not audio pictionary actually works for anybody other than William and I, and uh, we've come to the conclusion that it probably didn't, but um, from my point of view, it doesn't really matter. Um, go to facebook.com forward slash sorry not in service 10 radio. I've just uploaded a couple of William's amazing efforts. I enjoyed myself, and at the end of the day, I guess that's all that matters. But so, um, I think that is actually the exact opposite of community radio <laughs> it's not surely not um, so um, so there we go Look, oh yeah alright apologies if that wasn't quite as much fun for you guys as it was for us but um, you just have to assume that it w- would have been if you were here I think actually if you don't believe that it was actually that much fun what you should do is experiment with playing audio pictionary at home but try not to be explicit about what the person's drawing give them purely very simple like uh, diagrams uh, polygons and things like that to draw <laughs> And see what comes out. I'm quite pleased with my picture of a cat. That's one of the best cats I've ever drawn. Yeah, apart from the fact that you thought you were drawing yourself. <laughs> I didn't think I was drawing myself. Why would I put my head on the side like that? <laughs> you might have been on all fours. Um, <laughs> anyway, go to Facebook and have a look at William's amazing it's efforts. Not even fours. It looks like an egg that's broken. <laughs> and, and what we all want you to do as well, uh, not that anyone will, is. Simon and William were local radio presenters. They thought it would be a good idea to hold competitions. Sadly, no one entered. Well, that's not to say nobody entered. John, Yoda, and Barry entered. So um, I think it's probably about time for uh, a pop music song. Songs Um, in services, sad moments. We'll have another word from our sponsors and then we'll have a bit of pop music. Mm. Hello, this is Betty Boothroyd. If you enjoy Men Behaving Badly, why not join my Men Behaving Badly reenactment society? You too can be Tony or Gary or Deborah or Dorothy. Why not see what crazy scrapes you get yourself into? There's bound to be hilarious consequences. Why not look back on your visit in 20 years' time with a sense of shame? Go on, join in. Fetch us a lager. My goodness me, that was An April Affair by G.F. Fitzgerald. Uh, William, you said you had a a wonderful tale about uh, a supply teacher. uh, Harkening back to our um, earlier... Harkening. Harkening. learned that from a teacher. Most like. (laughs) Harkening back to a time an hour and 40 ago when we just started the show. Um, We were talking about teachers, and that that certainly uh, faded out quite fast because Simon doesn't remember any of them. Mm. Uh, I remember one time we had a... uh, Supply teacher for French, but the supply teacher didn't turn up on time, and a, a another passing teacher just happened to walk by and went, wait, "You lot, wait here. I'll go and find out where your supply teacher's gone." And so rushed off. And so having found out that we're having a supply teacher, one who didn't know us, I thought, "Well, time to satirise this person." <laughs> and so I used a pot of uh, hair wax. I had a uh, shoulder-length hair at the time. I used a pot of hair wax to. Tease two quite thin strands of hair from uh, the top of my brow, my forehead, and then use the wax to paste them down, down my brow, like kind of circling the centre area, and then looping into my eyebrows from the <laughs> ear side. 
uh, joining it in a kind of a cross uh, above the central location of my monobrow. <laughs> kind of like an owl. <laughs> and she walked in, looked at me for a moment, and I stared defiantly at her. <laughs> kind of like an owl. <laughs> kind of like an owl. Kind of like an owl. And uh, she just continued with the lesson. And uh, my good friend Jeff, uh, I believe, I think that was the lesson where he inadvertently swore quite loudly and was sent away. But to a correctional facility. Uh, as much as the exclusion room was. <laughs> the exclusion room? I remember the exclusion room. It was just a horrible concrete it was room. damp room. It was just a damp room. The exclusion room. <laughs> Amazing. Yeah, now that, I do remember, I don't remember Mr. Strange, but I do remember the exclusion room. It was never sent there, but it had kind of this... Uh, in uh, Matilda, the chokey. Yeah, it had a kind of a mythical styling, <laughs> apart from the people who were just, just sat really there every building. day. It was just a cold room. It's just slightly colder than the others. And the heating was, uh, you know... Not brilliant, and the lights weren't turned on. Yeah, that was, but it didn't need it because it was quite airy. Don't piss around or you'll be sent to the exclusion room. We'll do. <laughs> no, obviously they didn't use the phrase piss around. This is um, Further Complications by Jarvis Cocker. <laughs> Kind of gets a little bit slow and somber towards the end of the song. Drum, drum, drum. drum and Jarvis drum, drum. is done with whatever he's up to. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, this has been Sorry Not In Service on 10 Radio. It's um, been a bit ramshackle, but there you go. That's that. A bit. Thank you for joining in. And uh, there'll be a podcast up, uh, well, at some point this weekend, I guess. And the full show will be up on Mixcloud. Go to sorrynotinservice.com to find out where you can get those things. And it's fun. Um, William, uh, anything to add? Nope. Nope. Good. Right. Varmints. One, two, three. Three varmints. Three. Ten. Three. 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 Four. Five. 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 Any number, an infinite 17. number of varmints will be arriving <laughs> to uh, please, please your ears, and we're going now. Bye. Boneface. Boneface. <laughs> Gordano. Gordano. That was uh, the podcast. Yeah, uh, we hope you enjoyed it. And um, we, um, we we mentioned Gordano during the show, part of our competition. Yeah. But uh, we didn't actually explain what Gordano means to us during it, which is something we should have done. Um, it all stems from Gordano service station. As it would do. The service station in the Dirty Valley. Mm, and um, Possibly. We, uh, we, we started saying to uh, check out people, uh, rather than goodbye or thank you, Gordano, Gordano. Uh, by way of saying sort of goodbye or thank you, uh, and you can hear an example of that now. Four pounds, please. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Uh, no, fine. Good day, now. So that that's basically it. It's just something we forgot to put in the show, uh, and uh, there you go. So make sure that you um you've done your audio pictionary. And yep. send your pictures to um, sorrynotinservice at yahoo.co.uk or via the website sorrynotinservice.com or via Facebook, facebook.com forward slash sorrynotinservice10radio. I think we can safely say that so long as we don't actually, uh, we're not actually contacted by Hasbro or whoever owns the rights <laughs> to Pictionary, I think we probably will do that again. So definitely next time round, have a pen and paper ready because that's a lot of fun. <laughs> And make sure you check out William's picture of himself holding a briefcase. It's a Laura good. Look at the old Facebooks. Uh, we'll see, speak to you again on the 21st of March when other things will have happened and will happen. <laughs>
Bye. You're a dick. <laughs>